0: everyone, Welcome to What We Make, a Terminator podcast. I'm Will. Uh, I'm Matt. <laughs> I'm Malika. <laughs> and today we are joined by our special guest, Ian.
1: Well, it's good to be back.
0: <laughs> We're not doing this a second time. No. Yeah, I oh, like
2: <laughs> are you sure it's good to be back?
1: <laughs> um, Just about, because this is the episode I signed up for, so I had better be. It's a great episode.
0: And long story short, this was the episode where I came up with my dog's name, Reese. I was watching the Reese boys, trying to come up with a name, and uh, I told the story once before.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I was fairly certain hearing this story before. This was the episode, you know, because yeah, had to be this episode.
0: And so we're here to discuss today, episode six: Dungeons and Dragons which originally aired on February 18, 2008, directed by Jeffrey G. Hunt, and written by Ashley Edward Miller and Zach Stence.
1: Yeah, all three of them doing a great job on this episode.
0: Yeah. And I was saying earlier that whenever I saw their name in the credits as the writers on Fringe and this show, I knew it was going to be a good episode. And the ratings were 8.09 million, down about 300,000 from last week. which isn't too bad of a drop.: No, not bad. And now let's get started with the recap. <laughs> so the episode begins with Sarah talking. She's doing a voiceover about her night with Kyle Reese, how he told her about the apocalypse coming, and got her knocked up. Mm-hmm. And he left her hope.
1: And this is different right from the start. The way it's directed, I, you immediately know this is a different type of episode to anything that's gone before. How so? Well, I just think the direction in this episode is far more stylized than some of the others. and It, it, it just starts straight away with having the opening narration over the panning shots and... Although they seem mundane, they're all actually connected to what's going on in this episode. There's little bits of things, you know, it's medical equipment, the computer. It's all linked to actually what the plot of this episode is. And I didn't catch it the first a t- few times through, but yeah, there's little touches throughout this opening bit and throughout the episode that links into the themes.
0: Charlie is working on Derek. Everybody's standing around. He doesn't want Cameron touching him. She uh, He says that she's a liar. So they end up making oh. Cameron leave.
2: He majorly freaked out. He was scaring yeah. me. Mm.
0: Yeah, he was freaked out. John goes to get an aspirator and Sarah gets some more light for him.
1: And, yeah, light in this episode... There we go. Oh, yeah, yeah. A lot of light. oh <laughs> they, they play with light so much in this episode. And this they really did.
2: Out. They really did. I mean, like, you could just basically, I mean, visually, I kind—I like the way they treated. I guess it would be a flash forward or I don't know how we're going to talk. Well,
1: it's a flashback flash from Derek's point of view. A flash the future. forward yes. for everyone else.
2: Well, I guess it's only a flashback because if we can change the future, then it wouldn't really be a fuss. Hmm. But... Um, I really like the the visual cues on this. I mean, there's all kinds of, I, I don't know, the all kinds of visual cues that people use when they do flashbacks and things of this nature to, to indicate, you know, the difference of time. I mean, obviously, it was a diff- completely different setting, so it was easy to spot from that way. But I don't know, this like yellowish tinge or whatever they did yeah, kind of worked for right. me.
1: Um, I, I don't know if you've seen, um. Daredevil, But they've got that similar yellowish tint in some of the shots they've got in there, and it's a different way of doing action rather than having it blue and washed out, having this yellow and natural lighting going on.
2: Yeah, I was just going to say, like, usually what happens if when you do a flashback, they will make it all fuzzy and yellow um, if it's a good flashback, like if it's a fond memory, and then they'll put blue tones and make it harsher if it's, like, you know, uh, scary. Like, you know, I think they did this in the movies, too, right, Um, where it's darker Mm -hmm. and, you know, it's darker and... um, and worse looking with this blue like filter and i just i yeah. like this as a as a contrast i mean oh, yes. in a way it reminded me of desert storm not desert
1: storm that's really i
2: mean but like you know all yeah um, kind of like the visual uh, motifs that we saw with i was
1: thinking more black Hawk down uh i think that's the one um with you okay. mcgregor
2: okay i haven't i actually haven't um, seen black Hawk Down.
1: i think it's that's the one anyway but yeah i i get what you mean and speaking of the uh, first Terminator film, there's elements from that in these flashbacks because yeah. you've got that hanging there kitty. I'm sure that image is actually from the first film of the uh, lion uh, biting the Terminator was, head.
0: I know, I know it was in the, uh, was it the second episode or the pilot. I, I
3: don't recognize it at all from the movies. I'd be very surprised if I missed that. I don't
1: know. Mm, maybe you know it's what? just I've seen this so many times that I'm placing it there. Maybe. You <laughs> know what's
2: not from the movies? The picture of Sarah Connor. Oh. <laughs> 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 That's okay. not Linda
4: Hamilton. <laughs> I'm just gonna I'm just
3: gonna run through my notes here. It's, I got future not blue enough. Uh Kyle is acceptable, although he looks like Jesse Pinkman. Uh Sarah's picture is photoshopped sacrilege. Uh, (laughs) The hunter killers sound wrong, and they shouldn't be missing when they fire because we saw how accurate they were in the movies and stuff.
2: What do you mean they sound wrong?
3: They didn't use the the right sound effects.
2: Oh, okay.
1: That's minor (laughs) thing. I mean, did you recognize Andy Good? No. (laughs) No. Yeah, I didn't recognize him um, until. When I first watched this until he revealed who he was. Because he was... doesn't
3: look 50 years old and he should be like 50 years old here. Well, he could have
2: time traveled. We don't know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, um, on another thing of recognizing people, this was the first show I, I you know, I was introduced to by Austin Green. I hadn't seen him in anything beforehand. What? <laughs> I really hadn't. <laughs>
2: Oh my gosh, okay, sorry. I believe you, but I mean... Yeah, I, I never
1: saw not the original and or I I didn't see that much of it, but I do remember.
2: <laughs> I saw, I watched it religiously. Mm. But, you know, that's just, I guess, me being who I am.
0: So Derek flashes back to the future and there's that hanging there baby on the wall and he and his brother Kyle are underground and there's Wisher there and Kyle has that picture of Sarah. And Derek, Derek doesn't like him having that. Doesn't know why Kyle keeps it. And they get called topside by sales and for a mission. We see some Terminators dragging an airplane.
1: Well, they not dragging an airplane. It's just the, the an
0: engine. engine,
1: one engine from an airplane.
2: Yeah. So it's a part of an airplane. So, yeah, I thought, I was like, he... Ugh. Kyle was a little creepy with that picture of Sarah. like it, Or Sarah, quote-unquote Sarah. I don't know. He's like, yeah, John gave it to me. Ah, it's so weird. It's so weird, you guys. He gave it to his father. He's like, here's a picture of my mom so you can lust over her. And you can have sex with her when you go back so you can make me. Ah!
0: He's planting the seed.
1: Literally. Oh. <laughs> or figuratively. But, but aside from that, um, this is the only scene, well, scenes you know, outside and inside, we get between Derek and Kyle. And I really buy their uh, relationship. I buy that they're brothers. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, I buy I their brothers.
0: They, I think they mentioned, like, the division or regiment number that he they were in, and it's the same one from T1 that Kyle mentioned.
1: Mm, they do pay attention to things like that.
0: So they get separated from Kyle when some HK's attack and a Terminator grabs Derek. I think this is a 600. Yeah, he looks kind of rubbery.
1: Well, the one later on in the prison definitely looks rubbery and you hear his servos as he moves. So it's clear this is a lower model.
0: Mm. The Wisher guy is the uh, Wisher. Shout out to William Wisher that Chris mentioned. Yeah co-wrote T2 and wrote some dialogue for T1 and made a cameo in the first two movies. Back in the present, Charlie said he's been in L.A. for eight years and never believed what the FBI said about her. John is pacing nervously. Cameron knows who Derek is, but not who he, how he's related
1: to John. Which is yeah, that's interesting. Um, yeah, it, it, yeah.
2: it goes to a level of trust, right? So obviously... This is like his ultimate secret, and as much as you know, he created Cameron to send her back. I mean, she does oh, really.
1: Oh, You still think he created Cameron, even though? Well, she...
2: no, no, she, no, no, she, she didn't create Cameron. I should say that she got scrubbed, which is interesting because, like, how good is that scrub? And blah blah blah. And she does things really weird later on.
1: Yeah, yeah. So we'll get you that know later on.
2: So obviously, I wonder if there was like a problem with the scrubs with her model. Anyway, it was just interesting to think about.
3: Yeah. I thought, uh, you know, if she doesn't know, it's probably good not to
0: tell her about Kyle Reese. <laughs> so yeah, Derek was in prison at a work camp with Kyle in 2015 and they escaped in 2021. He was declared MIA in 2027 after being sent to protect Sarah Connor from a Skynet attack. It was Kyle. Hmm. Oh, this, this scene, I noticed the look that John he gets this look on his face sometimes that bothers me. <laughs> sorry, sorry, Thomas Decker. He just uh, kind of... Uh, he, has
2: a, he has that, like... Uh, I know what you're talking about, Well, <laughs> I know exactly what <laughs> you're you, talking Olivia. about. I just... I, I, can, I
1: can... yeah. I know. Whilst we're talking on um, Thomas Decker and the weird things you notice about him, uh, for some reason, this week when I watched this you know, to review it, I notice his freckles. For some reason, there's there's certain freckles he has on his face and neck that just stand out, but that's what happens when you watch this episode again <laughs> and again.
2: I was going to say, I was like, hmm, um, I didn't notice his freckles, but, you know, I guess you have to notice something new every time.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> Maybe my hundredth time I'll notice his freckles.
1: Just so you're aware, it's 20 past one in the morning here.
2: So you see freckles.
1: <laughs> um,
2: <how> <laughs> I'm <yeah>. joking. <laughs> all right.
0: Charlie said that he went to the bank after it blew up and all he found was the hole. Sarah didn't want to leave him, but she had no choice. It's complicated, but Charlie wants her to uncomplicated. It's always complicated. Mm-hmm. In the future, the prisoners are being taken somewhere, and there's a Termi on the truck with them, and it punches Derek, I guess, to get him to shut up.
3: I wasn't, I didn't know right away that this was a continuation from the last scene where he got like choked or whatever. I yeah. thought that last scene just ended like all the, the scenes in T1 where it looked like Kyle should be dead, and we never found out how he escaped.
1: <laughs> well, I think that's one of the good bits about this because. You're disoriented when you flash forward with Derek. Um, I, I think that's a good thing. You, you're in the same headspace as he is.
4: Yeah.
0: Back in the present, this is after Charlie's been told the truth. They're talking about Cameron and they stop twice just before saying the word Terminator or machine or something.
1: <laughs> Given what you said last week. Yeah. I'm noticing these things now.
0: Cameron's got to get rid of Vic's endoskeleton. Charlie and John have a talk. Charlie wishes he would have known back then and wishes they would have trusted him. John says he did trust him. Duh.
1: Yeah. Daddy. Uh, these Daddy. two really do have this surrogate father-son relationship.
0: That's a lot of Charlie talking in this episode. Mm. <laughs> <There's> <laughs> I was, even I was even thinking a, about a, There's Snake. even a scene
1: cut... Um. That yeah, it was right to cut it. But it's an extra um, Charlie and John scene. Do
3: you guys not like these scenes? Yeah, no, that's fine. I no, was I, like, of-
1: I like them. It's just they rules right. There's actually a lot of them. And it, it's only when Will raised it I realized, yeah.
0: <laughs> I was just thinking about Solid Snake the whole time he was talking.
1: Uh-huh.
0: In the... Wait, where am I? Oh yeah, okay. In the future, Derek gets his barcode tattoo.
1: I
3: would have thought he like would have had that before. Before this,
0: yeah, when he was.
1: Oh no! This is the first time he's been captured. Before Kyle the and entire... Connor was cap captured.
3: I thought the entire human race was enslaved, and then uh, John Connor like started getting them out. I thought everybody was either dead or enslaved. I don't think that's, every... That's the impression I got not through, everyone, from the movies. The
1: impression I got was that a few of them were in hiding, but they were near starvation, and, you know, Connor was the one who rallied everyone together.
0: Alternate timeline, maybe. Mm. So, yeah, Derek keeps hearing music. They don't know what's going on down there, where the music's playing.
1: Mm. Is this and, the, um flashback, we see where they're being held prisoner as well. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. I like that touch, that this is a large period townhouse, that the Terminators and Skynet has co-opted into this interrogation unit. Um, And it just says something about the whole idea of Skynet, that they've taken over the world and they've co-opted what hasn't been destroyed for their own purposes.
4: Mm.
1: Whereas in Salvation especially, the Terminators have just built their own buildings and it doesn't feel as um, realistic a portrayal of a post-apocalyptic future in a way. This, yeah, this portrayal though, Really has a grit to it.
0: In the present, Sarah tells Cameron that she should, or she, wait. Yeah, she should probably leave. She, uh, Cameron doesn't know if she did something to Derek in the future because her memory was wiped to increase the chance of success of her reprogramming. Then Derek starts drowning in his own blood. Yeah. And later, Charlie has stopped the bleeding and he's drained the lungs, but Derek's going to need a transfusion. Sarah wants to take him to the hospital. Cameron thinks they should let him die. <laughs> John offers to have his blood tested so he can see if he's a match, even though the chances are slim.
2: So it's to say that even in the same family, the chances are even slim. Like, you know, I mean, yeah, yeah okay, hand wave, hand wave. But, like, you know, it's – but, you know, people of the same – um like I don't know. I don't know if it's genetic. Maybe, maybe it is. And maybe I don't. Maybe I'm not aware of that. I
0: was reading something that was saying based on Sarah's type, it would have been impossible for him to have been a match for Derek. Really, based on Derek's type and Sarah's type.
1: Well, you've got two hand waves here, and this whole thing is the only slight problem we've got with the episode. Because yeah, that it would make sense for them to know John's blood type by now, anyway, because of everything they've got to go through, would just make things so much easier to know his blood type.
0: I don't know my own blood type, and I keep saying I'm going to find mm. out what it is. Mm.
1: But you're not um, trying to save the world from evil robot overlords, are you? Why not, Will? Huh? Get on that. Save yeah, villains. seriously.
3: Save the world from evil robots. One pint <laughs> of blood at a time
2: we are dying while we're waiting for you to know your
0: prototype. literally <laughs> <Dying. Yeah. laughs> hurry up I call tomorrow find out hmm. um, so in the future wishers brought back he was taken down and Derek sees an HK with more airplane parts why did I write down Earl does that mean anything
1: mm-hmm. nope. <laughs> um I've
0: got no <laughs> Anyway, that's my middle name, maybe. I don't know what I was doing.
2: Wait, what? You don't know what you are (laughs) doing?
0: I don't know what I was doing when I wrote down Earl right here. Oh,
2: okay. (laughs) (laughs) I thought you meant when you got your middle name. I'm like, I don't know what part you had in it, but...
0: (laughs) (laughs) Sarah is talking to John about he took a chance bringing Charlie there. She seems a little proud of him. Yeah, he does look a little like Kyle, but not in the eyes.
3: Kyle Kyle had kind eyes even when he was raving like a madman. Right. Derek.
2: <laughs> where Brock, where Baggy has like the evil eyes of like a sinner.
4: <laughs>
2: I think that he's gonna like you know, I think that he might be a turncoat. Like I think I, I I suspect I suspect that something's up with him. Like he's not like he's not all good. But I don't know.
3: What what makes you think that? <sighs>
2: um there's later in the episode, I think we're going to get to it, because I forget yeah. what it is now, but when we go over the recap, I'll... I
1: mean... I can see there might be two scenes where you might draw that conclusion.
2: I mean, he does shoot, you know, what's-his-face, but you can say that's justified. There was this another scene, I'm forgetting what it is now, but I'm sure when we go over it, I'll figure it out.
1: Yeah, we'll go over it, and I'm sure you'll bring it home. Yeah, John
0: wants to tell Derek... He's his uncle, but Sarah doesn't think they should. She reminds him that John didn't trust him enough to tell him about Kyle in the future. Mm.
3: I don't even know if he knew uh, Derek in the future. <laughs> doesn't seem like it. Seems like he was always hanging out with Kyle, and Derek gets shunned.
2: <laughs> I know. Poor. Do you think we're gonna see him?
3: Uh, um, John.
2: No. Um. De- wait. Derek. No. Wait. Uh, yeah, do you think we're gonna see John Connor? Is what I want to know. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. guys, I was having your name confused. If we
3: do, I really hope it's not just uh, you know this this uh, the young. I was young just John gonna ask makeup. you.
2: <laughs> I was just gonna ask you. It's gonna be old, old age makeup. Oh,
0: only be uh, what ten years or twenty years. Well,
2: I mean, they they hint to it, right? They hint to it um, because like he's like he's uh, kind of hallucinating and he sees John and then mm. he sees John so I mean because, there's that yeah
1: and... yeah. I think that's vis- a visual clue of him waking up more than it is
2: yeah, us what seeing like.
1: future John
2: because I was going to be really mad if he had the same damn haircut
4: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'm like no <laughs> will not buy this i'll buy terminators but not the same haircut in 10 years
1: well you never know you might have that whole samson thing going on
2: <laughs> so it's but the you... same <laughs> like it doesn't well, get
1: the whole thing of he has to keep his hair hair long he can't cut it
2: but no it wouldn't be even longer is what i'm asking
1: <laughs> uh yeah, yeah probably in 10 would.
2: years <laughs> just saying
1: 20 years oh 20 years yeah
0: in the future, Wisher admits, "Fish, that was Wisher." He admits that he's Andy Good and that he built Skynet, that he built a computer that became angry and scared, and he couldn't re- reassure the computer. Uh, so I didn't recognize him until he you know, said who he was.
2: So I just saw. Um, this is going to date our podcast, but I just saw X Machina or X Machina. If I want to oh, say yeah, correctly, I saw
0: it over the weekend.
2: Uh, it, made, it made me think of this so much. And then when I was I watched this episode after I watched that. So it's kind of
4: kind of interesting.
2: Yeah, no, it's very, I I really liked it. But um, just the whole fact that he said that it was scared and he couldn't reassure it just made me think of like, you know, it going beyond consciousness, but actually to have emotions, which we haven't really seen. Right. Like the Terminators are those, but they don't get scared. So it's interesting that he should say it got scared is that him just over-identifying, or is it the fact that he actually created something that had emotions?
1: Hmm. That's the question, isn't it? Mm-hmm. So this, uh,
3: this um, Andy Good being in the future confirms that uh, we have multiple timelines being created from any changes that happen. Maybe or, or, no, this was or one this, uh, timeline
1: being overwritten.
3: Well, if it was overwritten, we wouldn't have seen this, because he wouldn't remember it.
1: Well, the way I see it is they, it, time runs on a cycle e, in um, this version of uh, the Terminator universe that um, time, the timeline will happen when you travel back in time. You'll remember the first timeline, but any actions you take in the past will alter that timeline.
3: Okay, like a Back to the Future 2 kind of thing.
1: Yeah, maybe. Um, I'm not quite sure because they didn't go long enough to fully explain everything, which is good in a way, I think, because it maintains some mystery.
0: Mm -hmm. So he's out of time, so I think he would Mm -hmm. remember it, yeah. But if he went back, the other people around him wouldn't know about it. Okay, uh then Derek gets taken off by the Terminator, gets taken down to where the music is playing.
1: Yeah, this this is really creepy, but a small little thing it, you might miss is that as he's getting dragged away, he looks at a woman, out and positive, that woman is the same one from earlier who looked like she was dead and got dragged away, but now she's here and looking well. Hmm... I think that's another bit of psychological to- um, torture on the part of uh, the Terminators here.
3: Or she was just passed out the first time and they drug her away to that torture chamber and she came back. <laughs> I don't know.
1: Mm, maybe. Uh, why, li- why have the camera linger on her and Derek look at her? Mm. Mm. Hmm.
2: Interesting. Don't know. Hmm.
0: In the present, Cameron Star is cutting up Dick's body. It's very so. She's probably saving
3: those chunks of flesh for herself if she gets damaged. I bet. That's
0: what I was thinking.
3: <laughs>
2: yeah, or maybe to build a friend.
3: <laughs> <laughs> like <laughs> she gets fl-
2: lonely. Robots little, get lonely too.
0: Little flesh golem.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: I don't know if the robot loving that covers robot on robot loving. <laughs> It's just people and robot level. There
2: better be a lot of oil and lube is all I got to say. <laughs> yeah.
0: Astroglide. <laughs>
2: yes.
0: Astroglide stock just went up. Yeah.
2: Amazing. You're welcome, Astroglide.
0: John, I was wondering if she was saving it or if she was just, um, I guess she wouldn't need to save it if she was just going to destroy it. No. John's giving blood to Derek. Charlie figures out that John and Derek must be related. Then Derek starts screaming, asking where Kyle is.
1: Yes, but the way he asks I mean, this is clever dialogue, clever use of language here because he's yeah. screaming out, he's my blood and you know, just because of what else is happening here with the blood transfusion, I I really like it.
0: Especially on John's face, he was so Oh
1: yeah like distraught. Yeah.
0: In the future, Derek's taken back to where he was and cuffed again, and he sees more lights outside. We've seen them throughout the episode. I
3: don't know what that means, how the light keeps going over and shining down on them. I don't know why they made it.
1: Well, of- it's, um, I think it's the whole thing of sensory, um, manipulation of, you know, not letting them properly sleep, shining lights in to disorientate them, and having the floor repaired is another psychological thing it's kind to take away hope that you know hope of escape, and as Derek says later it's all a game.
3: Why do machines need to play a game? They should just be about wiping out the human
1: race but you need sometimes you need information and we didn't see,
3: we didn't see them ask for information we never actually saw what they were doing in that room anyway,
1: yes, but we're getting to a bit soon of one of them has to have told the machines where the uh, rebel base was.
3: Oh, you think that's what that was?
1: That's what I think is going on there. And I think they're basically interrogating this group of resistance fighters to find out information on the larger group. And I think one of the things that happened is one of them squealed.
3: So why wouldn't they just kill them all then, I wonder?
1: Yeah, that's the that's weird the thing, day. they let them escape. Hmm.
4: Hmm.
2: Yeah, it's it's like cat and mouse.
0: God, let some of them go back and tell the, so others.
1: Yeah, again, that's another thing. If you let few of your mice escape, it will cause fear amongst the rest of them. And fear is something that will destroy them from within.
2: Mm-hmm. That's a good point.
0: Later on, it seems like the termies are gone and the prisoners get free. When they get back to the base, it's been destroyed. I think this is where they're outside, and this episode was the first time we've seen the future in daylight. I
1: know. Again, though, it's very yellow. I mean, not just daylight yellow. There's this other yellow tint there as well. Um, I, I always get the sense that this bunker is the same one as the one in the first Terminator. Yeah, maybe because of how. Yeah,
3: yeah I assume that, that was kind of neat when I realized that that's probably what that was because, yeah, you see the burnt up picture. So we probably saw the attack on this bunker
1: in the first movie. That was a neat.
0: Time.
3: Yeah,
1: yeah, that's very nice. The present,
0: Charlie's figured out how Kyle, Derek, and John are related and. Realize that she's never had a chance with what has happened to them. Never really had a chance.
2: Yeah. Sigh. (laughs) Like, this was a lot of, like, love connection. I don't know. But you know what? It didn't, like, it usually annoys me when they they get into this. For some reason, I did find this touching. I don't know. Maybe it's like I'm going through a maudlin period or something. But I was kind of like, I think it's because I like the actor who plays Charlie. Like, just in general. He's very likable.
1: He's really sympathetic in all these scenes. You know, you can really identify with him.
2: And because he doesn't push his agenda, and he's not whiny or anything. He's just, like, understanding and, you know, he's just a good guy.
0: Mm. Ryan O'Reilly. In the future, Derek and company, they find evidence of plasma burns and secondary explosions. So they know Skynet was there.
2: By the way, I should say that Charlie's wife is totally going to tell on him to the authorities okay i'm oh,
0: done <laughs> <laughs> Derek finds that burnt picture of sarah they don't find cal but they find some other survivors it's bubbles from the wire <laughs> bubbles.
2: i know i was so excited to see him i'm like he's clean shaven <laughs> and he doesn't look like a
4: not junkie on, <laughs> not
2: i know yay bubs made it out all right <laughs> i've not finished watching <laughs> the wire so nobody like tell me anything okay
0: Man, oh. So there were four Trip eights who killed most, and they took some... But John Connor took Kyle and some others to a research facility and poured all of their men into getting into that place. John Connor came out a couple of days later and ordered them to blow the place to hell, and nobody ever saw Kyle again. Derek's mad. He wants to see John Connor.
3: Yeah, I don't... Why... Like, why was he uh, in the future, I guess? Why was John Connor keeping the information from Derek after Kyle had already gone back? There's no point in keeping it secret at that point.
2: Well, you uh, never know because time travel. So somebody could go back, you know, and to the time when Kyle was there and kill Kyle before he, you know, like, but they blew up Whoa. the time machine. But we never know. No, what's they didn't. Happen. No,
3: I guess they didn't because he. Yeah, because they have to send power.
2: back, right?
1: Yeah. I think it's not just that though. It's you get li- a line later on that shows or indicates how isolated future John is. He, mm-hmm. you know, he, he he's isolating himself. He's trying to. I don't know why exactly, but you've got this idea that he's trying to limit information and he I think he's doesn't. Paranoid. Want, yeah, you
2: know, like you, I think he, that he's 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 paranoid and he doesn't trust anyone and you know i mean like look at what happened in his life so far so i mean like after all that time you can imagine that he tries to keep his like information close to him also like you know but i mean i can understand these people i mean they're putting so much trust in one guy like what why do they have so much faith in him you know it's i mean and this is this is one of the reasons why i think that Baggy is like not a good guy because I I can imagine that he blames him for his, you know, brothers. You know, I, I just don't think that he trusts John. And, you know, that's one of the reasons why he maybe came back to kill John. I don't know.
3: No, I think John gave him a mission to go back. But, oh, you mean he just accepted that mission? And yeah, because that's what he
2: did to Andy. Yeah, he just was like, all right, I'll go back. I trust well, with you. Andy, I
3: think, with Andy, well, I think he, he thought he was preventing the judgment day. So, I
2: right. Know. I don't know. I, I just I have <clears> a feeling that. He's still butthurt about his brother, and it's gonna come out in the <laughs> form of like trying to seek revenge on John or change something about John. Maybe not kill him. I don't know. I can imagine that happening. It'd be interesting if it did.
0: Or Derek seeing his brother away. How he's all alone.
2: I you know. He's like, Aw. we had so much fun. We joked about your mama's picture. <laughs>
0: Charlie, in the present, Charlie comes up on Cameron, who's destroying the endoskeleton. they got to get rid of everything so it can't alter history. Charlie says that Cameron really freaks him out, Mm -hmm. (laughs) and she's even scarier than Vic.
1: Mm. Sorry, I'm going on a lot about this episode, but I do really like it. Um, This kind of, for a few episodes now, Uh, Cameron's become more familiar to us all and this plus another later scene reinforces how dangerous she is Mm. and kind of we had forgotten that a little I think
2: yeah I mean and also just the fact that like you know for all we know I mean how much should we trust her I mean Mm. I think it's a mystery I I think that she's got robot Sympathy or, um, huh. you know, there's, I mean, I don't think that she's a bad person, but I think she's going to have like her own agenda. Like she also has her own agenda or something. I don't know. I don't know what it is, but some, I mean, there's obviously a reason why she kept that.
1: Which plot is, part. if you take that in mind and then look at all the other characters, everyone's got their own agenda. They've, they're all kind of trying to go forward with the same general goal, but each of them has their own idea of how to get there.
2: Yeah, or things that they want to accomplish along the way. Yeah, like mm. how how they're going to get there, what they're going to do, or like this is the best idea. So yeah, that's why I think like Baggy might have like he's like oh well maybe I can be the I can be the the leader or whatever. I don't know. I don't think he's like that, but because like because because didn't he say that you know we can go back and we can save save them?
0: Yeah, and correct all the mistakes. Yeah, yeah,
2: and so I mean he's going back before a time where he can save his brother, so... Or maybe he has, like, a... What is that, Florence Nightingale? Not Florence Nightingale. Oh, my gosh. What is that Stockholm Syndrome? Mm. I don't know.
0: He's mm. gonna go. Mm. Cameron tells Charlie to go, because it's not safe, and she burns Vic. Bye-bye, Vic. And
1: we her see her, her
0: eyes.
1: Yeah, so. it should, but we get a back low from the fire, it, it we almost see through her skin and we see her eyes and that's it's a really nice image.
2: So why did she say it's not safe for him there? Because I mean he was standing right there when she lit it on fire
1: Heat. so, yeah
2: but I mean he would have been she she dropped it when he was still standing there so it's not well, as he if he was, waited.
3: He wasn't moving fast enough
0: <laughs> <laughs> In the feature it's Animaeus from Spartacus Peter Minsa I don't
2: know Oh my gosh I know oh, amazing <laughs> I'm like oh, cuz I was like I didn't recognize the face I mean I recognized the face but I didn't know where from Yay Spartacus
0: <laughs> Spartacus coming sometime in the future Yeah <laughs> to, A long way from now to
2: your podcast listening years in 2017 Yeah
0: Justin Perry he, yeah he's Justin Perry who was I think Kyle Reese said he served under him in T1 Oh
3: wait which one's Perry? The guy with the missing the, arm?
0: The bald guy. The with the missing guy arm? guy who was talking to Derek, yeah.
3: Oh, okay. I didn't get that he was Perry. I didn't hear that.
0: Reese is going to find Cutter himself. I think is supposed to be weeks later from the previous thing we saw him in. And he freaks out when he sees Cameron, but Anna, uh, Perry explains that she's one of them. She's been reprogrammed.
1: Yeah, now this is interesting because... This is a future flashback, but he already knows she's. I know. I I thought I I missed it. I assumed
3: that she was the one who was torturing him in that place, but she couldn't be because that'd be too quick of a turnaround. Like he just left that place, and then she gets reprogrammed like in the same amount of time. So I don't know. Mm.
2: Yeah, I didn't. I thought I missed something because I was going to ask you guys like, how does he know her? So, did was he sent back and sent forward and sent back? Like I don't know. Ugh. Time travel, I hate you.
0: Later, on, we see a Terminator open fire on everybody. A malfunctioning Terminator, and
3: where are the lasers? T- There's no lasers.
0: What? <laughs> what is this?
3: This would be over so quick if if they had lasers to shoot back at
4: them.
0: I know. So it's like the you know when we saw in T one. Cameron stops it before it kills Derek. He was asking the Terminator to kill him.
1: And, and again, here, she says, sometimes they go bad. Yeah. She doesn't and, identify with them at all.
3: Well, because she's not a bad Terminator. <laughs> I don't know. But, uh, she, so. um, yeah, this revelation, sometimes they go bad. Really? Then fuck this plan. Don't use these Terminators if they could just like you live amongst them and they can just suddenly kill you at any second.
2: <laughs> well, yeah, obviously that's why they can't trust them. So it makes you wonder if she's going to go bad. Oh,
3: obviously
0: they she's going to. Killed kill. pretty much everybody. Yeah. In- they <laughs> wouldn't introduce this oh. as
2: a
3: thing if she wasn't going to go bad at some point.
2: Right, exactly. So she's going to replace herself like with a new spark plug in her brain?
0: Who knows.
3: I don't know.
2: Oh, you know what? Maybe she'll like put it in her brain and then it'll turn her into whatever that terminator was. I don't know. Something's going to happen. I expect expect her to do brain surgery on herself.
0: <laughs> let's live with these killing machines that could go bad any second and wipe us all out. Great plan. <laughs> and let's not carry
4: lasers,
3: the only thing that can uh, hurt them.
2: And let's trust John Connor.
1: Yeah, because this is John Connor's plan. It's clear Derek doesn't like it, so is he the only one who's not up for the plan? I don't
2: know. No, nope. So... Yeah, I mean we don't even know do we really know that if John sent him back? Um we know he talked to him, but like I don't know. So yeah, this is this is the scene that I was talking about. That obviously why I think that he might um he might have his own agenda in the past and he might not be on the, the team, John Connor, the J C team.
0: In the present, Sarah wants to know what Cameron said to Charlie and wants her not to mess with him. Or
2: Okay, wait, you guys, you guys. So on the Facebook, I know we were talking about, like, you know, Queen Cersei and who um, the Glaubot would be. She's Marjorie. She's Marjorie Terrell. And we saw this last last week's Game of Thrones. I was like, this episode and this this scene reminded me of this last week's Game of
1: Thrones. Yeah, they're almost identical, mm -hmm. those scenes.
2: Yep, yep. It's like the alternate version of like the alternate history where you know it's from Cersei's point of view. It'd be like yeah. this, <laughs> totally. Which means because... she's trying to she's trying to get with John Connor and relieve him of his uh, virginity.
1: Does that make Tom and John Connor then?
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's the king. He's good. He's the king who doesn't know anything, <laughs> and led by this woman.
0: Tom and like. <laughs> He has a new favorite activity now. Mm. He wants to do it all day. <laughs>
2: but that well, would Well, John make... Connor and a that... Cloudbot. Yep. See? <laughs>
1: that would make Jamie Kyle Reese and. um.
2: Yep. I mean, and see, it works <laughs> even better because.
1: And Derek Reese is um, Tyrion.
2: <laughs> Wait a minute. Yeah, you're right. Gosh, I hope, Jay- I hope Jamie doesn't die. <laughs> <laughs> Derek <Darren> Reese Tyrion. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, I suppose that because all of this is from Cersei's point of view, so that actually could work out. Since it's like, you know, casting Cersei in a good light, Kyle, in a, you know, it would be cast casting um, uh, Jamie in a good light, and then Tyrion in a bad light. Yeah, it could work.
1: Mm. What's all my own. <laughs> Sorry, this is just. Oh. Sorry for derailing. But like, someone's now got to, uh, Photoshop that.
0: We're on the Cersei Lannister Chronicles.
1: <laughs> Please.
2: I want Baggy's head on Tyrion's body. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: um. Yeah, they. Yeah, she says she'll find a way to take Cameron apart if she messes with Charlie. Cameron agrees not to mess with Charlie, and they both agree that Vic's missing hand needs to be found and destroyed every last bolt. But Cameron still has Vic's chip.
1: Mm. I love the placement of these last two scenes because you've got a termie going bad, and you've got Cameron's questionable actions here. What is she
0: up to? And
2: hmm. you have Baggy's questionable like motives or, you know, and Decha. We don't know what he's really up to.
0: Ooh, I like that word.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, part of the theme in this episode is secrets and you know, things people are keeping from each other. Um, and, you know, everyone having their own agenda because you've even got it with Andy Good and him pretending to be someone else and then confessing that to Derek and the consequences of confessing such a big secret to someone.
2: And you guys also, if John remembers, huh? If John remembers Derek from the past and he wasn't a good guy, then I don't know. Now I'm thinking in circles <laughs> in timelines, you know what yeah, I'm saying?
1: That's what happens. That's, that's what this episode does to you. It really is. You, yeah. It, it, it changes everything. Um,
0: this episode was filmed last in the season to allow as much preparation time as possible. I almost said penetration. <laughs> so this episode almost got pulled because the future was really expensive to
1: create. But you need this episode. This. Yeah. It's
0: a key episode. Okay, in the present, Charlie's leaving instructions on how to care for Derek, and he brings up the whole "no fate, but what we make" line. and Sarah thinks her fate was made when John was born, but she's trying to change John's fate. Charlie tells him about tells Sarah about Cromarty. Thinks it's only a matter of time before Cromarty finds him. They kind of make up and hug and leave He leaves
1: Under this and into the next scene You've got a really nice bit of music And this is what I remember Of the music of this show These, these touching themes That have hints of the Terminator theme But done in a new way And yeah, I just really enjoy it are we gonna see Charlie again?
3: I assume so.
2: Yes, I hope so. Because his his wife has to like you know rat on like to the FBI about them, right? Yeah. So that's got to happen.
1: Well, Charlie just gave the FBI card to um Sarah.
2: I wonder if Sarah's gonna get in touch with the FBI.
0: What the hell? I some music started playing. Oh, they from- might
2: be is it from coming from the basement? <laughs> <laughs>
0: They're coming to get me. Yeah.
1: There is a classical ballet music. Yeah.
0: Sarah's fiddling with her gun, and she and John have a little moment together. No. In the future, Cameron takes Derek to see John, and we see the time travel machine, the secret weapon that Skynet was building.
1: But this is a time machine inside the Rebel base. So they replicated it then?
3: It's a different time machine? Oh.
1: That's the impression I get because either this is the base they captured, but the way they talk about it, they're no longer at the base they captured. They're somewhere else. So Mm. the impression I get is they replicated the machine. Yeah. And they would have had to because they sent someone back in time to create a time machine at the bank.
3: Right.
0: So they must know how to do it. Exactly. Exactly.
4: Hmm.
3: How
0: long was this? How long did it take them to figure out?
2: <laughs> I know. <laughs> oh, and like, where are the failed you attempts, you know? Like, mm. the Somebody's A version.
0: arm got sent back with the rest of them. Yeah. <laughs> That's
2: <laughs> where the missing arm is. <laughs> I don't know.
0: <laughs> it's back in the present. John's telling Derek everything's okay. And then back in the future, John is, not John, Derek is with some of the other fighters, the ones that were found dead in the safe house. They're gonna go back twenty years, stay in the safe house, gather some intel, and wait for somebody else to show up and give them orders.
1: Did you pick out the line in this in, in this scene? One of them says, "Wait and hang in their baby." So you've kind of you've had the hanging their baby poster in yeah. their hideout. You've got the hanging their baby thing from the bunker, and you've got this line. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, that,
3: that's a weird thing to carry through. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so mm-hmm. As far as, as, far well, as I, I know, I it has no connection with the movies.
2: Yeah, I didn't notice the um poster. I just remember when they're saying it, like, it just sounded weird.
3: Well, remember the safe was behind the hang-in-there baby poster. Oh, awesome.
2: yeah. Oh, so it's basically, good. John, like, it became his saying? I don't know. Ah.
0: Is it better or worse than Hasta la Vista or Elbevac? <laughs> Have with or without
2: shirt. the
3: cat, <laughs> cats make everything better. Yeah.
0: No, they don't. No. <laughs> Sorry. Well. Apparently, John didn't say anything about Kyle, but Derek thinks they can save Kyle and fix all the mistakes. Now he had a he, Derek kind of had a look with Andy. Good.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, I don't know and what that was, was. Was that just like hey, hey?
0: Or was that Yeah, kind of yeah, seemed like, was- hey, but some people think that, you know, Andy
1: kind of knew what Derek mm-hmm. was going to do
0: and he was saying it was okay. Yeah, kind of Yeah. go yeah. ahead think these time Yeah.
1: missions well, I I think these time travel think you would know. I don't think you would know. little yeah.
0: so the time the resistance fighters arrived back in the little bit of in, yeah, John's ex- in the present, or <laughs> in the past, present, and the future this episode. In the present, Derek, John is explaining how Kyle died protecting him and that Kyle was a hero. Sarah walked in while he was explaining this. <laughs> Just to be like, tis, tis,
4: don't yeah.
3: do I'm watching uh, you, John. I, uh, <laughs> I want him to know he's his uncle. I want to see that.
2: He'll find out.
3: Well, the show basically gets canceled at some point, so... Will
2: he? I I have a I maybe by season finale. I don't think it's gonna take too long. I don't know.
0: Uh, The episode begins with Sarah doing a voiceover about how the machine will not stop until she's there. Oh how um yeah, I guess that's what Kyle say. Yep. And we said it better.
3: (laughs) He said it with crazy eyes. Crazy kind (laughs) eyes.
0: (laughs) Crazy kind. We see Derek going in and killing Andy. Good, he's a liar, liar, pants on fire. Yeah, really.
1: he killed Andy Good, but it's the lines over the top of this. How Sarah's talking about the machine will not stop, has no mercy, and the you know you yep. see Derek killing Andy and yep. having no mercy.
4: Yep,
2: that was another like key um, to why I'm suspicious. Because, you know, it would be an interesting storyline if, you know, you see the, the robots that come back and either do or don't have mercy, depending on the way you look at it. But then if we have to see a human, who's supposed to have all the mercy and he's always betrayed to have it um, turn out not to. It would be interesting.
1: I mean, it's something they've already played with a little bit, but really play well here. What is it... To- to be human, what is it to be a machine, and how machines, sorry, how machine-like can humans be?
4: Yep.
0: Do we have any quotes?
1: I don't. <laughs> we, yeah. I have one. <clears throat> I've got one, but I'll let you go first, if you want.
2: Oh, no, you're the guest. Go first.
1: Okay. Uh, I've got Charlie's one on Cameron. Okay. He's a scary robot. <laughs> you, you're a very scary robot.
2: See, and I knew that it was going to be the same quote, so because it's the only quote in this episode. So let's you take it. Yep, that's the one.
1: <laughs> yeah, but this is a sort of episode where it's so hard to find quotes. But it's chock packed with so much. Mm. Did you have one? Will no. Um, it's
0: kind of long. I don't. <laughs> Basically, the where they're avoiding saying that she's a Terminator. That's not that long. Anyway, else so Skynet robots from the future, and you're a yes, I'm a. So you need a minute. I was going to say a drink. Oh yeah, that too.
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, who's our badass of the week?
1: It's got to be Derek. It really has to be Derek. I, I didn't did anything really.
2: Well, not in except for was well, he sat around and screamed, and uh, then somewhere in the past, he was a badass.
3: <laughs> uh, I'm gonna say Charlie then.
2: Oh, I was I was just gonna say that the only other one is Charlie.
0: Yeah, Charlie saved
1: Derek. Yeah, but Derek did some awesome stuff in the past and.
2: I just yeah. like Charlie better than I like Baggy, okay? <laughs> okay, yeah,
1: Biased. yeah, I can see it. Charlie is a cool guy anyway. I. If you want to give it to Charlie, go ahead.
2: Because I also think that we're, we might get more Baggy being a badass, you know, when he takes down John Connor and kills him in the season finale. <laughs> so <laughs> maybe give it to Charlie for this episode,
1: since we you probably won't see him for a while.
0: All right, let's do ratings. Want to start us out, Ian?
1: Oh, yes, definitely. Um I wanted to come on this episode because this is so key. I get people to go to episode six if I can, because if you get up to this episode and you like it, you'll like everything else. It changes things in a way. Um... There will be some similarities to what's gone before coming ahead, but this, this takes a show and expands it. It allows for more storytelling possibilities. Last week, we had uh, Derek Reese come into the show. This is his introduction. We get to know his character here, and there's so much in this episode that's good and we've talked about so many different things in ways we just couldn't before i think so i'm going to have to go for nine and a half out of ten thermite pits
0: hmm. awesome how about you malika
2: um i really enjoy this episode and obviously there was a lot of theorizing and like random like speculation because it just kind of got me going um, which is good because I'm engaged and it means that like, you know, like now I'm going to try to, try to figure it out or tr- you know, which is exciting. Um, so I and really like, not- hmm? wait, what? It's
0: <laughs> like, you're not engaged to be married. I mean.
2: <laughs> <laughs> not yet. Um, Bryce, Brian, Brian Austin Green, call me. Um, even though I don't like you. Um, <clears throat> no, so like, you know, I'm, it just, it just got me kind of, even more interested and more of like rather than just watching it. Like, well, it's not like we're watching it on a week. Well, we are watching it on a weekly basis, but I mean, I'm kind of looking for the long haul and like where they're gonna go. And I'm really kind of interested to see how what they can wrap up by the end of season two. But I can like for the first time, I well not for the first time, but I'm more convinced that this could have been like a long term show because um, there's a lot of avenues to explore. Um, And so yeah, I'm gonna give it nine out of ten. Game
3: of Thrones crossovers.
0: Awesome. How about you, Matt? Uh,
3: seeing the future, uh, in a different way was, was interesting. The future had good stuff about it, it had bad stuff about it. Uh, I liked Charlie. Uh, I liked seeing Derek's backstory, uh, even though he spent a lot of the time just laying on the floor. Um, I didn't really like Sarah being mean to Cameron. (laughs) Yeah, see I'm glad I'm not the only one who has a problem with that. Yeah. Cuz Cameron didn't really do anything. Like nothing's changed for Cameron between this episode and the the last few, I don't think.
2: Cersei I'm saying
3: Just <laughs> uh, drunk on wine. Overall, I, I liked it. Um I'll give it 8 out of 10 secret uncles.
4: Ooh.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, this is one of my favorite of the series. I uh, was glad to see the Derek backstory. Glad to see Kyle on the show. I don't think I. I think the first time I watched it, I had no idea that we would actually see Kyle on the show. And yeah, Charlie was great. Just overall good episode. So I'll give it nine out of ten. Flashbacks to the future. Oh,
1: what is that overall?
0: Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't want to do math in my head.
1: <laughs> okay, I
0: blank. don't have a. Uh, Set up to do it um all right let's do some feedback first email is from daniel son i'll take this one daniel says hey chronicler seeing kyle take out that picture makes me sad i know you said that in the series sarah is supposed to have had black hair all along but in my head canon everything fixed together and blatant retcons like that make it hard for me to stay in denial <laughs> I know he can't compare to Michael Bean, but what you what did you think of Jonathan Jackson's Kyle Reese? It was better
3: than some other ones we've seen. <laughs> yeah, it was inoffensive. I, I I was fine with it.
0: You know what? Well, I'm thinking about it, since I was negligent. Let's see, what has Jonathan Jackson been in? Oh wow, he's that guy. He was he's on Nashville. I've seen Nashville, so. I'm, so uh Nashville General Hospital Insomnia. Anyway, Daniel says, How did you think the future wars appearance compared to its portrayal in the original films? I know I way preferred this to the sunny palette of Terminator Salvation, though I noticed there was more of a yellowish green tint to things here as opposed to the bluish gray from the films. Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't as good as the films, but Better than
3: Salvation. You mean the
1: first two films, not the yeah. abortive timeline.
0: <laughs> right. <laughs> Looks like the Resistance isn't nearly as organized as we might have thought, which actually makes more sense to me in a post- post-apocalyptic world with limited communication and resources. John Connor sounds like a more daring, legendary hero inspiring people to fight as opposed to a general at the top of a rigid chain of command. Seems like a better fit for a desperate guerrilla war. Mm. And I like the glimpses we get of so many pieces of the lore in this one. The T-600 with rubber skin, Perry of the 132nd, the actual time displacement equipment. For a moment, I thought it looked like Cameron was about to smother Derek with the pillow so no one would realize she did it before Sarah came in. So what do you think is up with the room in the basement where they play that music? It seems like some kind of torture chamber, but what information would the machines want from the... If it was just to get one crack, to get one to crack and give up the location of their tunnels, then why are they left alive after their tunnels have already been destroyed? And remember that piece of music because you would hear it again. Yeah, I don't know why they didn't get killed. Billy Wisher, a.k.a. Andy Good, says the war is his fault. Since Skynet still appears to exist after his death, I think he's giving himself too much credit. Or maybe his timeline branches again as Skynet is created some other way. I'm confused by Derek and the others' escape. If it was humans, then why did they just leave an axe? If it was the machine, why would they leave them alive at all? I don't know, maybe it was another mind game. I don't understand why robots would need to play mind games. That makes no sense.
1: Well, even if you can easily kill humans, if there's a resistance that's actively resisting you and they're actually making some headway... Which, from the first film, we know that's kind of the situation.
3: Then you would kill every single one
1: of them you had the option. Yes, but to, you, you know? still need you still need to play psychological games on those humans. It's like
2: chess, right? It is yeah. like it's it's sort of like chess. You can just like take out everything, but you have to like if you can strategize. It almost shows like a higher level thinking. Like if they're trying to strategize and uh, use humans. Um, you know, in a strategic way, and play on you know their weakness, emotions, or you know motivations and things like that. Then why wouldn't you do that if it's for the long
3: it long haul? D- it didn't seem to do anything. I don't know. They just went well, back and joined their buddies to continue the war. I don't well,
2: know. we don't know because something. I, I have a feeling that there's something afoot, like some, you know. Anyway,
0: yeah, I saw a dead where that guy played with Sheriff Bullet before killing him. Yeah. It up with it do so you play with your prey before you I don't know before you eat it uh, before you kill it yeah <laughs> <laughs> See, Daniel goes on to say I like that Cameron explains their memory files have to be scrubbed to make the reprogramming successful because otherwise once future John gets hold of one you think they could just find out whatever Skynet knows way too easily. Wow, Sarah scolds John that he can't tell anybody about his father, but then gives it up to Charlie in like two seconds. Well, Charlie guessed it on
1: his own. Yeah, we kind yeah. of figured it out.
0: Why do you think Cameron kept that Triple H chip? Is it part of some hidden agenda she has? I don't know. I think
3: she's like learning about the value of life, and she's starting to wonder if a
0: Terminator has life, maybe. I don't know. I really appreciate that they didn't actually show future John and Derek's flashback. To me, that character is almost too legendary and mythical to have some older actor portray him. Cough, Stahl. <laughs> <laughs> is it that future John had a new TDE constructed or was blowing it up after sending Kyle back just a cover story? Because time travel ops seem to only have increased since then on both sides. Yeah, that's
3: one thing I don't like. Mm. I don't like
0: the excessive time travel. I don't know. So did Derek actually kill Andy good? Why do you think... So Derek actually did kill Andy good, it wasn't a question. <laughs> Why do you think he lied to Sarah? Cause, it's because... because. Uh, <laughs> didn't know how she'd react, I guess. Well, this episode does slow the plot down. It gives us some great backstory and character moments, which I like. I give it 8 out of 10 Messiah discretion shots. Smash those metal motherfuckers to junk, Daniel's son. Hmm. Thank you, Daniel.
2: Thank you.
0: See, next we have email from Heidi.
2: Ooh, ooh I want to read.
0: Okay. Heidi.
2: Heidi-ho. There
4: we go.
2: Heidi writes, hey guys, the flashbacks are so good this episode once you figure out what's going on. I love the moment when Andy Good confesses to Derek that he built Skynet. So good. What happened to what, what was happening in the basement with the music? So creepy. We see Derek meet Cameron for the first time and get, and get no answers about what happened to Kyle. But he's given the opportunity to stop Skynet before, um, from being built by killing Andy Good. Charlie finds out about everything. It sort of reminds me of Castaway when Tom Hanks comes back from the island and his fiance or wife has moved on with someone else. There's that regret, but also loyalty and love for the new person in their life. I love that Cameron's conversation with Charlie of the freaky robot endoskeleton. No do you think that Derek will find, or do you think Derek will find out he's John's uncle? Until next time, Heidi. And yes, I do. I hope so. Yeah. Uh, yes, Heidi. I think I I,
1: was, I listened to last week's episode, and yes, I I know the uh, show you're talking about, Heidi High. Oh.
2: Oh, so maybe maybe Derek will tr- be like, will turn bad, and at the last possible moment before he kills John, John will say, "Uncle Derek, what do you think you're doing?" And he'll be like, "What? Oh my gosh!" <laughs> and um, very save.
0: dramatic moment.
2: Yes. <laughs> I then the write, credits were over. Yes, I
0: should
2: write
1: the <laughs> <this> show.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: I I would love it if that's the way season two ended, and everybody like just threw something at the television because it was like F fu from there, or I can see it. It's a fuck you from the writers. <laughs> you cancel us, we'll give you this. <laughs>
0: And lastly, we have an email from Elizabeth. Like a down below invasion here. I know, today. right? It
4: really is.
2: You'll <laughs> heard that take... Ian com- was coming.
0: Yeah. I want to take this one, Matt?
4: Okay.
3: Please.
0: Please. please. Hi, Wim.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah. um, this is my favorite episode so far. I'd completely forgotten that Baggy was in this show. Ah, David Silver is all growed up.
4: I'm
3: not a huge fan of flashbacks in general, but I thought these worked very well within the context of the overall season as well as the structure of the episode, leading to an amazing ending. I'm excited to see whether, uh, when, uh, Cameron goes bad and what that will look like. Do Matt Malika think she will go bad this season? When she does, I'm calling her Cam- Camerongilus. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> um, I Angela think she'll go bad uh, next season.
2: She's gonna lose. Oh, she could have sex with John Connor, and she's gonna lose her soul. Oh my uh, god! No. <laughs> uh,
3: this episode really raised the stakes, and I finally feel invested. Looking forward to your thoughts, Cromarty forever, Elizabeth.
0: Yeah, Cromarty forever. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Elizabeth. That's all the feedback we have this week. Let us do predictions.
1: Oh, I'm looking uh, forward to hearing these. <laughs> I already gave you
2: uh, one. I don't know what you, more you want from me.
0: <laughs> no, well, that's a, everybody. No, okay. <laughs> uh, the next episode is the Demon Hand. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
2: <laughs> I have no good predictions.
0: Well, obviously, it's
3: about that leftover hand from the uh, Terminator that the age, uh, agent found.
0: John's gonna find that hand and lock himself in (laughs) the bathroom. Yeah,
3: seriously.
2: (laughs) He's gonna find out. He's gonna learn the demon part of that hand.
1: Well, he's not gonna grant him five wishes.
2: (laughs) If he rubs hard enough, you never know.
0: (laughs) Stalking and I just lit up (laughs) somewhere. I know. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah,
2: I obviously, you know, I I only hope it's about masturbation and John, like, (laughs) becoming a man. With the deep end hands, <laughs> I don't even know what I want. <laughs> uh, oh my gosh, I just thought of something horrible. What if they use all the f- leftover parts to make a flashlight? Okay, uh, that's
0: why she was saying.
2: Yeah,
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: you know, to save John Connor.
0: Need needs relief. It's such a stressful job being the telling you. Maker. I
2: mean, who doesn't feel better? You know, I mean, maybe that's why. Maybe. Maybe Charlie needs to come back and help Sarah with some of that, so she's nicer to Cameron. <laughs> maybe, that's that's maybe that's what the demon hand. Maybe that's what the demon hand's gonna do. Will. Gonna <laughs> 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 really That's why she's
0: so mean to Sarah. She hasn't gotten laid in a while. I think
2: so.
0: <laughs> Frustration.
1: See?
2: And see, so she's seeking some loving
1: well, from she, a robot. Yeah, she hasn't <laughs> actually gotten laid for twenty six years. Wow. If you're talking, well, probably, but if you're talking from her timeline, it's probably more seventeen years, maybe. Did she? Like but she
2: had sex with, with Charlie. Charlie.
1: Oh, oh yes, she did. Of course, she did.
2: Are we not counting poor Charlie? I so.
1: <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I, is I, she, is I this a spoiler Ian? <laughs> no, it's not. I was just thinking how, how important Carl was to her, and oh, well, like, sorry, poor Charlie. I, of course. I, yeah. <laughs> well, it, it's like last week. Um, I don't. For some reason, in my head, the um Cameron. Whenever Cameron does fights I I don't think it of it as a um man versus woman fight. I think it it's machine against machine. I don't see the whole picture. I suppose.
4: Yeah.
0: Ooh, Charlie.
2: Poor Charlie.
0: Poor Charlie. Sarah. yeah <laughs>
2: Everyone needs to get laid. Demon hands for everybody. Yay.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, let's copyright that. Demon (laughs) 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 hands. Make millions.
2: Million dollars.
0: All right. Well, Ian, tell us where we can find you.
1: Well, same place. Um, you can be found elsewhere down below. Babylon 5 Ventricast. You can also find Heidi and Elizabeth there. Yes. I do another podcast as well, though. I do um, The Web of Queer, a Doctor Who um, show from a queer perspective.
2: And that's where I've heard you I also.
1: Ah, thank you very much for tuning in. To...
2: Yes, well, during the Doctor Who season. But, ah, uh, makes so much of it sense. Cool. I learned something new.
0: Ah. Uh, da, 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 da. okay <laughs> well that is all we have for today folks we'll be back next time with the demon hand but until then remember there's no fate but what we make goodbye bye <laughs>
4: goodbye